0: Alright, sorry dude. <sighs> so has been a crazy morning. Has <sighs> it? Good, productive, but how's your morning? It was a productive morning. I feel like I'm trying to get into a routine, but I'm like also preparing for the job. Where I'm not going to have all this. hmm You know?
1: So. I'm just getting as much done as I can. Well, soon you're going to be in a hell of a routine. Yeah. I'm
0: like. <clears throat> I, I've i always liked that. I, as much as I don't like routines. To a certain extent. I do. I do well with them. Yeah. They I help try- you have a better day. Like better grasp of your. Yeah, it's my thing night. is, I'm going to start working on a sleep schedule. <clears throat> so, if I, I don't care what I'm doing after a certain time, like, it's bedtime. Because I want that good sleep. I think that's, like, where it starts, so.
1: And and yeah, it does. I a
0: cold shower this morning. Uh, that's better yeah. than a cup of coffee.
1: No, Major thank you. Is, is super cool. Yeah. I... Right up. How long do you take a shower for? However long it takes. So all cold? Yeah.
0: So I started off because I I'll just stand there and I'm like oh and I'm thinking about it and I'm like I need to just get in stop thinking about it stop thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So then I today I was like well what if I start off with a little bit of warm and then just slowly go to cold cold and I found that I do a lot better. Oh yeah. So. It was literally, like, a couple seconds of just, like, warm. Not even hot, but just warm. And then I went, I was like, okay, cold, cold. And then I was like, I I could do, like, just cold. And so I'm just like, like, doing what
1: I got to do. Taking a patty shower? A what? A patty patty shower?
0: Yes. So we'll see when I have to wash my hair, because that's a different
1: story. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff.
0: I know you wanted to talk a little bit about the crazy ass people. Yeah.
1: So I. <sighs> are I feel you like. I feel like. We are very aware. No, that's the thing. We think we are very aware. But. I feel like a lot of us are not really fully grasping the intensity of it all.
0: What? What do you mean?
1: Like, um, we've all, you know, we hear you, racism is alive and it's been alive. A lot of us don't experience it and it's part of, our privilege and because of that privilege i feel like we don't really i feel like there's even some people that would say that ra- that you know that racism is not really a thing anymore they think of racist like slave owners they don't think of racist like what we saw January sixth so I remember, and i've been hesitant to share this on the podcast, but I remember about two semesters ago, sitting in class with these with these group of girls that I was having a class a group project with, and you know, four girls in a group project we're going to chit chat a lot, right, so we start talking about times that we've gotten pulled over and you know, everybody's saying this story. I'm not even going to talk about my pullover times. So I'm just like, yeah, you know, I've had a speeding ticket or whatever. Like, something like that. But this white girl, she says, she she made a comment. She's like, I can't, she talked about, like, her story and how she got pulled over. And then her ending sentence was, and I don't understand why I got pulled over. Like, for what? I'm white. And she was sitting right next to a black girl. and. The other girl, I feel like it went over her head. Like, you know, she didn't catch it. and I, Or maybe she did and she just kind of did what I did and was like, uh, you know. Um, but I remember thinking, like, <clears throat> it people really do feel like they are owed something because of the color of their skin. I just never really heard somebody express it to where it made me feel it like, Holy shit, girl, like you really think you shouldn't get pulled over because you're white. And what I saw last week was very eye-opening as to how many how many people feel the same way this girl felt. The the power they think that they have to do such thing. Like this girl thinks, you know, she has some sort of power that she shouldn't get pulled over because she's white. And these people are like extremists, right? They, they, they literally think thought that they could storm into a federal building and do what they wanted to do and do what they did. and. I'm looking at the charges dude I've been I mean I'm not looking too much into it but they're getting charged with like disorderly conduct um um what was another I I I wrote some of them down because I found them so interesting um one of them was disorderly conduct that one comes up a lot uh violent entry is another one like what you that was, What they did, dude, was an act of terrorism. That was terrifying to the people in that building. And they're getting a disorderly conduct. They're facing disorderly conduct. And it just... I don't know. And again, it's, it's the privilege of mine, right? That I've never experienced racism or been in that, you know... Seen, I, I don't even know how to express it and, and again it's privilege and that privilege has caused some ignorance within me when it comes to this subject and just seeing that was very like eye-opening or opened my eyes even more like when people are out here sharing Black Lives Matter and you know collecting money for movements and and and, and all the and activists are out here they're like, it, it just, I don't know, shook me up a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Well, it was,
0: yeah, it was scary. Very.
1: Our our,
0: um, country, you know, was under some type of attack, and it wasn't from an outsider, quote-unquote, right? Like, outsiders. It was within our own country. It was our own people. And that's really scary. And I think that's what everyone, or, you know, the minorities, people who are out here really struggling, they're kind of like, yeah, we've been scared. We've been, that's what we've been talking about. We've been mad. We've been frustrated. We've, we've been serving, you know, we've been dealing with injustices for a long time since the beginning of of america and in you know the birth of this nation is just it's it's been that way and yeah i think a lot of us i i also think a lot of us are aware it's not that we are completely unaware of like some of the issues right but i know what you're saying like we don't personally have like horrible experiences to talk about I think one of the things that came into light was, you know, let's just say Trump supporters. They were like, oh, shit, this is not what that is not what we're about. And it was like, yeah, I remember when Black Lives people were saying like the rioting, that was not what they were about. They were about the protests. But you guys just grouped them all together. That's kind of what's happening here with you guys. And it's your own, you know, your own group of people your category your peeps
1: so yeah I I feel you yeah and that's very interesting that you just said that because um I was very much when when the Black Lives Matter movement happened I, I tried to attend a protest I tried to do what I could um in my own way you know and Yeah, I I mean, I I honestly, I kind of lost a friendship with a friend of mine. We're still kind of friends, but a comment that he made just really rubbed me wrong. And shit's just not going to be the same anymore. Because of the comment he made about me going to the protest. And I said, you know, I hung up on him. I was like, you know what? I don't want to talk to you right now. And I hung up on him. And I remember exactly where I was sitting. I remember the... What I was feeling, I remember how I told him, like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you anymore or right now or something like that. And ever since that moment, like, our friendship has not been the same. And I know whether he says it or not, I know he knows it. And I know he knows it was because of that comment. And can we hear what the comment was or no? Yeah, I, I think he called me. He said, what are you doing? And I said, or no, I am. Um, I sent him a picture of Alexander because I took Alexander to the protest with me. Which I thought was
0: beautiful.
1: Thank you. Um, And I sent him a picture of him and he said, he called me. He didn't even text me back. He called me and then he said, "You, you don't need to have him out there. You need to let the authorities take care of this. Let the justice system take care of this. And I was like, I wanted to go in, right? Like, the justice system is the reason why we're out here, you dumb fuck. Like, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to talk to you right now. And I hung up on him and, you know, we haven't really been, our friendship hasn't really been the same. Even just telling somebody else what to do like that is
0: obviously upsetting. Like someone just Mm -hmm. calling you, especially a friend. Like if I called you, like, you need to take Alexander home. Like you need to let them, like if I said that to you, that is just crossing the line. It's mm-hmm. more like, hey, let's talk about this. Like, um, you know, I'm really worried for you guys out there.
1: Mm-hmm. Back- no, he-
0: yeah, yeah, I'm scared. You guys are out there. Like, what was? Was it coming from a place of that, or was it really just like this? You're one of them, and you're you need to. I'm speaking. This is my issue with the Black Lives Matter supporters. Um, you need to let the ju- you need to get out of the way and let the justice system handle mm-hmm. it. And that was really what triggered you, right?
1: Yeah, he wasn't coming from a place, it's hot out there, you know, he's too little to be out there, or, you know, be careful, you know, I mean, while I was there, I was scared, like, what if, you know, somebody comes out here and tries to shoot at the crowd or something, a car runs over the crowd, like, all of those things were crossing my mind, Yeah, and, but that's not where he was coming from, he was coming from, like, you're stupid for being out there, you, you know, like, made, tried, tried to make me feel dumb, didn't work, right, so, yeah. And, and, you know, and when when there was the, when there was rioting, because I'll say one night here in San Antonio, there was rioting and I and I saw it in the news and it was a bunch of you could tell it was a bunch of teenagers breaking windows. They probably got a little we charge and are out there screaming, fuck the police and thought this was the time to hop on and break some windows and do some dumb shit. Right. I did see that. And it happened here where I live. And I'm. I wasn't with that. When the protest that I went to was a silent protest, and there was a lot of protests, like like the ones that I went to, a lot of peaceful protesting. But yeah, like you mentioned, they were categorizing everybody as a writer. So yeah, now when we look at you know, because I have I'm, I'm in Texas, I have Trump supporters all around me, <laughs> and a lot of them are, well, no, not that. And I'm like, yeah, but you know. Well, that's, yeah, that's not what y'all were telling me when when I went out for one time that I went out to protest. I was, you know, this rioter and whatnot, you know, and, but just because, you know, like, it just doesn't make sense. It's, it's fucked up.
0: Yeah, it really is, you know, hypocrisy. At its and, finest. And what do you do with hypocrisy? It's so, it's, you know, it's upsetting, and we yeah. see that so much with Trump supporters. Trump, the thing about him getting into office, Trump getting into office really was this moment that has just continued to really, I, I don't know if it's dividing us, but it's just drawing the lines. And the lines are good because, or it's it's uncovering the lines that exist maybe already. It's like, oh, hey, this is where, you know, this person has, been able to stay and look at how much freedom this person has you know and then when you talk to Trump supporters, it's like where where's where are you drawing the line like I get that you're not a typical Trump supporter where they're just what is it what's that word called bigot not bigoted but what what is it called um I can't remember the word but just completely ignorant and and racist, right? Like those are some of like the the, the serious um, Trump supporters out there. But there are some very educated people or there are some hardworking minorities that really believe in what Trump's about. He's a good businessman, all this other stuff, right? And it's like that's what you're that's what you are voting for or supporting but it's really hard to separate the things that Trump's doing and what he is promoting.
1: Yeah. And I think, um, like you mentioned earlier, like him being a businessman, I can see why at first people were leaning towards him because they didn't want a politician. You know, they wanted an outsider. They were, they were tired of politicians. um, and all that good stuff. And then, so I I understand that part, but things escalated very quickly as to how he represented himself in his campaign and what he was going for the wall, the get him out of here, the rapist, the, and, and people were still okay with that. They were still kind of like, no, but that's not why I support him. I support him because he's a good businessman, but, but what is he what is he really thriving off of when he was running for this shit? He was thriving on all the racist comments he, make, he was making. And I think that's what shined light on all these racist people. We for so long, we, we thought, you know, some people thought racism was far left behind, you know, in the slave times. But no, it's here and it's very much alive. And if some, you know, if some people haven't fully grasped it. January sixth was the time to fully get a hold on what's really happening. And this, you and if you have the privilege to not experience such thing, you know, great. But that shouldn't stop you from, or stop us, I should say, because I, I, I kind of put myself in that category um, of just. It shouldn't stop us of, of just being aware and 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 finding a way to help, voting, whatever, like, I don't know. I guess it was just such a, it, it, like, again, like I said earlier, I'm just shook that this shit is, like, that that shit happened. And I'm shook at the charges. Like, this, this shit doesn't even make sense.
0: It's just a good reminder of what America really is. It's not this, you know, land of the free for everyone. It's the land of the free for those who created it and who continue to, Make sure that only their group is in the circle where all the powerful, you know, decisions are being made. They're making sure that, oh, nope, nope, no white, no outsiders, no, you know, we got to keep it with us. And it's that's that's what America is. That's what America is. And it's yeah, it was just a reminder. And even going back to Trump, like he is not a good businessman. How people were saying, you know, oh, he's a good businessman. Is he? The way that he treated his employees, like he didn't really pay for things. How much money does he really have? Why won't he mm-hmm. show his taxes? Like,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, that was even the taxes came after, but people were talking about how how his business deals really were and his his business. You know, was he a good businessman? But I mean that's just Mm-hmm. There was so much evidence out there that did that did not support that he was like a good businessman, but, you know, whatever. This could be like a slingshot where we're pulling back. There's been a lot of heavy, horrible things that have happened and we're pulling back and we're just like so scared and like, what the hell is going to happen? What's going on? And I hope that now that people are more aware, including myself, like I you called me that day. You're like, hey, are you seeing what's happening? And I said, no. And, you know, we talked for a while that day, and it was crazy. Mm -hmm. It was so crazy. And so, to me, again, it's just scary. Like, wow. If that's not um, privilege at its finest, you know, and you really want to argue, come on. And that's, again, it's just a perfect example of what America is. So don't mm-hmm. tell me that it's not a racist <clears throat> problem. Don't tell me that we have, you know, that's not the problem. Because it is. Mm-hmm. They didn't, you know, and also, we could easily take democracy for granted. Yeah, very true. We take it for granted. It's like people are really out here trying to to just change. I mean, what was the point? <laughs> what was their message? Like, what were they fighting for? Or are they weren't even fighting, but what were they out there trying to prove? Because when you ask me about the other issues of minorities, you know, people who are in the pipelines trying to not have these, not pipelines, but um, where is it? In Dakota? The indigenous people, they were trying to, oh, to run, yeah, they were trying to run. Um, I'm sorry, I, I cannot think of the word, but they're, these minorities, these people are trying to fight so that they can keep their land. So that they can, they, they, they had a, a reason. Black Lives Matter, they had a reason. They were trying to fight to keep their people alive. Yeah. Heart, I mean, Hispanic people, who, the immigrants who are in places, they're fighting because there's people who are in cages. What was your reason for doing that? Because you lost?
1: Because you, I, I'm, I'm really trying to, like, for what? I, I, dude, I'm in the same page with you, and I don't, I don't think I've mentioned this to you, and I don't know how you would feel about it, and we can maybe end it here, but I've even considered, because again, I'm in Texas, I'm surrounded by Trump supporters, and I almost want to have one on the podcast to, for them to answer these, these specific, those questions that you just asked, I want them answered by one of these supporters. And, but then at the same time, I'm like, no, I don't want to fucking give you my platform for that, for y'all's bullshit. But I, I, I have the same questions. Like, it's just, it's just crazy. It, but I'm, in a way, and I'm glad it happened because it's very eye opening to the, big, the bigger picture and the power and um, privilege these people have and how they just feel like they can do such thing and get away with it. And to an extent, from what I'm reading of these charges, they, they might get away with a pretty lenient charge. The fact that
0: they're even being charged and weren't killed at more, you know, at a higher rate, that is, obviously, I don't want anybody to die. That is mm -hmm. not what we're about. We're not saying, like, in any way, more people should have been dead. No, it's just, why is it okay for you to do that and not for us?
1: And what is it that
0: you're fighting for? Tell me clearly what you guys are fighting for, because there's a lot of movements out here that are organized, that are telling you exactly what it is. You've, people have changed the narrative, like, oh, you know, again, let's use Black Lives Matter for an example. Well, all lives matter. That's not the argument that they're making. Mm -hmm. So you're not really listening. You're not really taking the time to listen. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, you had, you were there, you were taking pictures. What was your, so we're here, we're listening. What was your message? What was the reason? What were you trying to fight for? Yeah.
1: I have the same questions my friend.
0: It it, it is really upsetting and I also feel like like you like I'm just looking at the positive things and it's like the fact that we're aware of it is good. You know I'm I I do studies you know sociology and and social problems and it it is I'm like ignited like I am so passionate about trying to be anti-racist and trying to, to really bring about peace. And it's obviously something that sounds crazy, like, Oh, it's never going to happen, Cassandra. And that mentality is just, it's, it's what the people at the top, these white privileged people want. They have, they want you to perpetuate that thought because it keeps us disempowered and discouraged and discouraged. Yeah. Like things are never going to change. They have been changing what happened at the end of the day they pulled whatever they pulled we still won Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) we still won and you know and thank you for throwing such a tantrum that we now can really sit and have a conversation and and really show you this hey so what was this about you want to talk that racism isn't a problem You guys had such privilege that you guys... And and you know the whole uh, Colin Kaepernick. You guys said that was so disrespectful. And he didn't even touch anything. That was... (laughs) That that was symbolic. He took a knee. That was a symbolic thing. And that offended you. Mm Mm-hmm. And he paid a price. What price are you paying? And what offended you? Yeah. Were you... I mean... Now we're offended, but we've been, everybody's been offended. But I think like you're saying, a lot of people are, are becoming more awake and more aware and that's good. But yeah, what are you, you know, you're, what are you talking about? It's the same people that are saying that that was disrespectful. You actually went in and destroyed property, federal property, federal property, where major decisions happen. And you don't think that's disrespectful. But I'm glad they did it in a sense because, again, we can just really sit and show them what they're about. And we can make very clear distinctions between the minorities that are fighting for a reason and that are trying to to talk about things and trying to bring awareness. And they're trying to do it nonviolently. And then there's the other side of it where they're doing it violently. But, like, what are you what's the point yeah what's the point I don't know
1: well I'm glad we talked about it I know we don't really like to talk about things in the heat of the moment but it's been about a week and it's still on my mind and this is kind of how I'm feeling at the moment and I and I and I want to share it because I I have a great feeling that I'm not the only one that's feeling um like oh shit you know like this shit is like it is real people were you know, this, this shit is real. White privilege is very real. We hear about it everywhere. It's all around us. You know, lately on social media, shit has been going nuts. But um, if January 6th kind of shook you like it shook me, you're not alone. And let's just use that to... That, that shook that we just had. Let's just use it in, in a positive way, in a productive way. And... Yeah, maybe we can catch on or catch up on this conversation at another time. And and we'll see what happens because it's all again, it's only been a week. Patty, I don't know if you saw that thing, but um let
0: me pull it up because it's great and I'm I'm sure you saw it. Where they said the son of a bitch <laughs> what? made it
1: great. <laughs> Okay. It goes. In the end,
0: Trump cost Republicans the presidency, the Senate, and the House. The son of a bitch actually did it. He made America great again. That's <laughs> Duncan <Dolphin laughs> Goldman that posted that. Yeah. Yes. So, like, thank you for being such a horrible president we needed it
1: and it goes back to the whole make america great again this is what america used to be is this Mm -hmm. what you motherfuckers wanted this is this disorderly conduct this is what you guys really want this is how this is how we this is how you think we should be allowed to storm into federal buildings where decisions are being made We're supposed to storm and do whatever the fuck we want. Really? That's what America, that's what America make America great again is to you. Cause if that's what you want, it's a fucking mess.
0: And take pictures and, and look, I mean, what, what (laughs) they look like wild fucking animals. (laughs) Yeah. Who, who did this? But yeah, honestly, people didn't believe the, the social issues that were affecting, um, you know, Us minority people, they didn't believe it. Even the own, even minorities didn't believe some of the issues that were affecting them. And yeah, Trump's Trump's presidency brought that to light. Thank you. But yeah, we can. I mean, we can end here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I know it sounds all over the
1: place. And thank you guys for just you know, because the topic is all over the place. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's a lot going on. This is just how we feel at the moment. Again, we'll catch up on this later. Maybe, maybe not. I do want to just end by saying. (laughs) If
0: people are scared and sad, or not sad, scared and intimidated to have conversations like this, it's because it is scary and intimidating.
1: Mm -hmm. You can
0: sound silly. Like you don't, you don't even know what you're talking about. You don't know these words. You don't need to, (laughs) but I know in my head, like. I'm aware of some of the issues, you know, and by talking about it, even if you sound silly, even if we sound silly on some points or not, not you, but like some of the things I was trying to explain, it's okay. Have these conversations because you'll get better at it. You'll learn. And next, you know, when you walk, when the phone call ends, I'm like, I should have said it like this. This is what I meant. That was the word I meant. And you remember later and that's okay because that taught you something. And now when you go and have a conversation with you know, somebody who's very upset and very passionate. Now you can keep your cool and just don't be, yeah. Like, I just want to say that because it is very intimidating talking about these things. And my family and I just a couple of days ago had a very, you know, heated or not heated, but intense conversation about politics. And all, all we always say is, or some of, some of them say like, why do we, we don't talk about politics, but it's like, I like talking about with my family because this is somewhat a safe place. Like we're going to love each other. Still. We we're crazy about each other in all the right ways. Like we love each other and we, we are, you know, united. So it's so good to practice with people, friends, family. And if you feel like you need to cut some people off, do it for your own sanity. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But that, that was my whole point is don't be, don't be, don't be silenced because you're scared of sounding dumb. Because silence is very dangerous, you silence are... is
1: dumber, silence yeah. is dumber, yeah, boom, love you, dude. I love you too. We'll talk um Right after oh, this oh. phone call, right after this phone call, I <laughs> <laughs> it no, I love not, you I'm, I'm cool I'm i'm cool it's just it's really gonna... good your cassie is really good at these conversations she's all about these conversations me on the other end i will get heated and i might walk away or i try to avoid them a little bit more but no you're really good at it and i'm glad to be learning from you i probably wouldn't talk about it if it wasn't for you so
0: mm-hmm. i'm glad yeah. we have
1: this combo and yeah if, we, if it However it sounds, I don't give a fuck. That's exactly how I feel at the moment. This shit is crazy, and everybody out there needs to realize how crazy this shit is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Period. Yeah, and thank you for saying that, because I don't always feel so good talking about it, but people are probably like, this bitch sounds fucking pissed, but no, I'm just <laughs> passionate. I'm passionate, but I I promise, you know, if you see me and you want to have a conversation about it, we can have a conversation about it.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we'll talk soon. Peace and love, everyone. Bye. Bye.